one, one brother was saying to me, once missionary, you will be forever missionary. That your home will be not in earth. Your home will be on heaven. Welcome to Sharing Our Mariness Stories. I'm Patty Garrett. And I'm Sister Gabby. We'd like to note that we are recording this on Zoom, so the sound quality might sound a little different to you, but we have such a, an exciting interview. We're, we just, we're going to go ahead and share it with you. So, Gabby, would you like to introduce uh, today's interview? Yeah, today's podcast is... Um, from an interview that I did with Sister Columba Yu back in December of this past year. Sister Columba is a Marianist sister from South Korea, and we were really fortunate. Um, she had in the fall a sabbatical um, in the United States, and she lived in my community house um, from like September through December. And she was here, she did some study at the Marian Library, some Mariology studies, and then she would come to NACMAS, what, like two or three times a week um, to do some, like, independent study on the charism. So people at NACMAS got to know her really well. Um, I got to know her really well, and the sisters in our community did too. But one of the things that I guess one of her claims to fame is she was one of the foundresses of the Marianist Sisters Foundation in India. So she was in the first group of sisters from different countries, multiple different countries, she'll talk about this, who went to India in 2006 to begin a foundation um, of the FMI there. And they're still going, and they're going strong. Well, I wanted to say how much I enjoyed listening to this interview. I just feel as if she embodies the Marianist charism. The fact that she accepted this role to be a missionary, to go to India, she did not want to do that, did she? No, and that's, that's what I really wanted to talk to her about was that experience of, of being, being asked to go and, and saying yes and what that was like that I was really interested to, to talk to her about and that I've reflected on a lot since then is how she had been in India for 13 years. And when you've lived in a different culture in a different place for so long, it's like, you that starts to feel a little more like home, but you're also sort of an outsider. But then when you go back to your home, you know, so when she goes back to Korea, she feels like a little bit of an outsider too. And this isn't, she doesn't necessarily say this in that way, but like, you know, there's so much change that happens. And I think that's part of being a missionary is that, and this is her her words, is your true home is in heaven. And I mean, that's really all of our true home. And I think the experience of being a missionary is where you don't really feel fully at home anywhere because you're just a little bit of an outsider in so many different places. And I, I just thought she spoke to that really beautifully and simply. And I think that that's really true. What I also liked and what she had me pondering after listening, you asked why she became a Marianist sister and she, she mentioned hospitality. 
and hospitality came up a lot. But I think the other side of hospitality is knowing how to accept it. It's one thing to be invited. It's another thing to accept that invitation and go somewhere where you are a stranger or things are foreign or unknown and be open enough to receive hospitality. And, and she obviously has that type of heart. As you said, she, it felt like she was part of the NACMA staff. She was there like three months, but it felt like she'd been there forever because she was so willing to join us for our lunches. Um, she came to your novice class. She was open to accept hospitality. So I think that is another way she embodies the Marianist charism. That's a really great point, Patty, and I think is true. And we talk about this a little bit um, when I ask her how she feels like she's changed after being in India. And, and she says that she's more open. And that was something that did not surprise me because, and I've noticed this about many other people who I've known who've lived in other places for many years. They do have this, this openness and this acceptance of hospitality. And I could tell that about her because when she, she came and, you know, I, I picked her up from the airport, she had like a regular size suitcase, like nothing, not like not a big suitcase. You know, she didn't bring a whole lot of stuff. You know, she was really interested in trying a lot of different things. Um, Literally, like a week after she came, a couple of us sisters, we were like, we're going to go to St. Louis this weekend for a couple brothers' final vows. And she was like, oh, that's so, that's so exciting. I would love that. And so she came to St. Louis and we went to the arch and it was just like, just totally go with the flow and just being very gracious and joyful about these new experiences. And it just felt like she just fit right in. Yeah. At NACMIS and our community. And I really just think that is learning for those years, how to accept hospitality. Well, I would just like to say thank you for sharing her with us. I thought that interview gave me, gave me a lot to think about. And I think it will give our listeners lay or religious a lot to think about too in their own faith journey. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I hope so too. And just a, a quick word. Um, English is Sister Columba's second language. So um, she, you'll notice she'll speak slowly and there's sometimes she might say a word you might not understand. And I tried to repeat back to her a couple of words if I thought that the meaning wouldn't be clear. So, but you shouldn't have too much trouble. Uh, but I hope you enjoy. My name is Sisa Golomba. You came from Korea, but I am working in India as missionary. And how many years have you been a missionary in India? I have been in India for 13 years. And can you tell me, how did you meet the Marianist sisters? And why, why did you become a sister? Why did you become a Marianist? I met the, my sisters uh, through the, my friends. My uh, friends joined the congregation with me, but 
after six months, she told me this is more is not my charism to want to leave. So they want to leave congregation. So I was disappointed, but I stand myself. Okay, you go. I will be here. So continue. In till here, I am Marianist. I am very happy be a Marianist. What was it that was attractive to you when you first met the sisters and spent time with them? They were very kind, and then their hospitality. As I I was uh, much attracted. This was first impression for me. While living also everywhere, every country where I, where I go to the sisters' house, they are very hospitality and to receive the people, to invite the people. Mm, yeah, that sense of hospitality. I think that's a big part of our charism, you know, of that. Mary being very welcoming. Did you have much of a a relationship with Mary before you joined the sisters? What was that like for you? My house is, uh, when I go to the school, I need to pass my church. In uh, front of the church, there is one Mary statue is there. So just simply I go to Mary, front of the Mary statue, I bow down, Mary, I came, Mary, I am going. Every time going and coming, I was uh, speaking with her. This was uh, just simply I say. And it makes, makes me love Mary. Mary always comfort me. So that I like very much. <laughs> so now I, I, I want to know more about how did you get to India, like, did you tell the sisters, "Oh, I'm really interested in going to a different country"? Did you tell them, like, I'd be open to a missionary experience abroad? How did all that happen? When I was novice, the we had the question to each one of us: If there is a mission, will you go? When I received the question, I wrote, no, I never go. I was very strong for that. Do not, do not want to go out of the country. But um, uh, regional superior was saying, can you go in this way to uh, India, the General Superior asked to our, congreg- uh, our country, send two sisters from our country. Somebody need to go. Please, can you go? When I received that, I prayed some moment. What is going on in me? And finally, I was thinking, Mary, Mary will be there, so I'll go. And I said, yes, I can go. How did you, what was your reaction when the the regional superior asked you to go to India? What was your re- initial reaction? This is very, <laughs> very funny. Uh, because in our country we have um, kimchi. <laughs> I love kimchi. But another country, 
And so there is no kimchi. <laughs> so how I live there without my food? That was a false reaction. But inside, uh, a little bit um, afraid. How I go different country? Uh, I was living there 44 years. And in the Middle Age, how I manage all the things. Who went with you to India? Can you tell me about the Sisters Foundation? Who was there and what year was it? How did that all work out? And also, you had to learn English, too. So, like, all of this was happening. Can you describe that preparation for that? We, four of us, we went to India. There was one Korean sister and I. One came from Italy. One came from Spain. There was one sister knew a little bit English better than us. And the three of us, we do not know, especially me, I do not know English. And first time when I went to India, at that moment, I began to speak English. And then four sisters came to India. We had one community. So when we have the meeting, community meeting, we do not understand each other. When we have sharing, what they share, do not understand each other. When we cook the, some food, eat country food, is not tasty for me. So what kind of food is that? <laughs> really different cultures we bring together. And inside the three cultures, outside one more culture was there. So Indian culture and three country culture were there. And after five months, six months, we received the candidates. Five candidates were there. Uh, one of the candidates came from, came from Andhra Pradesh from South. She does not know Hindi. She does not know English. But four of, four of them, they know Hindi. So they can make communication. But one candidate, she does not know. But one day, the girl was sick. I could not make communication with her. So nearby our house, there is one seminary. So I went there, one seminarian. She came from Andhra Pradesh, and I brought him to speak. Seminarian speak with her. So I took her with him to the hospital because in the hospital also the doctor do not know Telugu. And then the man and the seminarian translated to me so that it was solved. So it was very difficult to, to live in community life. Mm-hmm. But God's providence, it worked very well. They took the vows and then <laughs> they are living in our community, congregation in India. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I know language difficulties were really big. And I, and I know that it still is difficult to maybe not as much as in the early years, because if my understanding is correct, a lot of the women who come to the community, they come from tribal areas. And so they speak their own tribal language, but they also know Hindi. Is that correct? They know Hindi. They can communicate, but they also, their mother tongue they have. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So when you first came to India, you went to Ranchi, mm-hmm. and that's where our sisters still are, are just in Ranchi. Yeah, we have, uh, we begin to start in Ranchi, and then till now we are living in Ranchi. And now our Indian sisters, they are t- 19 sisters are, and then two missionary. I and other sister came from Spain. We have three communities now. Every month, our sisters and doctor goes to village to village, and they give free checkup. Wow! So our sisters, some of our sisters, our Indian sisters, they went to nursing school so they could be nurses and offer this free health care because. Inside the village, people, they do not come to the hospital when they see, so that we have plan for visit the village to village every month and go give a pre-check. They give some treatment and medicines as, as free. That's really cool. I don't think I knew that they went out to different villages. I knew that they were nurses but that's really neat. So I want to go back to when you first went, when you first got there. You mentioned the language, the difficulty, how language was difficult. What else was difficult at first? Like what was your, what were your first impressions or f- things that surprised you that you noticed in the first few months that you were there? Uh, landing down in India at your airport, from that moment was perfectly different from our country. Because uh, while coming to uh, from airport, there is no way to go the car because motorbike, cycle, auto rickshaw, cyclic show, people, and some buses and animals all are on the way. So it was a surprise and surprise. <laughs> and then this was, uh, for me, was very, very uh, first impression was. Very, <gasps> and then when the driving without horn cannot drive because we need to give the sign, I am here with the horn, bang, bang. I am here, bang, bang. I am here. <laughs> So that was very different from me. When I went to Redis Center, uh, which the leg pickle children, they came and then they studied their small children. Yeah, these are children who they they pick through trash and sell things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a center for them, like to get education and skills. 
our brother, run by our brothers, Marian's brothers. So every twice in a week we went there. It was slum area was there. How did you feel? See, had you ever seen poverty like that before? I mean, what was what was that like going into the slums and working with the children there? No, before I did not have. I also did not see this much poor. Wow, the people can be poor this much. I was thinking that, but you know that the children, they are very very happy to be there. And they want to invite me to their house. House is not house. There is only one sheet to make loop and one cotton. It's a cotton in the door with cloth. There is, there is inside their house nothing. But doesn't matter. They want, want to invite me and they take my hand and they go to the, their house and they gave water, they gave the tea. It was amazing for me. How these children, this much in their, in this life, happiness brings happiness to them. I had a meditation a lot. Maybe Jesus came to here, his incarnation here into these children. And then he was living with them. He's living with them. Maybe in the future also, he will be with them. How have you changed from being, being these 13 years in India? How are you different? Um, how has this experience as a missionary, and you're going to go back, but how has this experience changed you? Yeah, much changing were there in this experience in India make me openness and then to be happy wherever I am. And then in there I had a six and a half, and six years and six months. I, I was leadership as a district superior. And then from there also God made me, uh, I was uh, not worthy to have the, this leadership, but he gave me this leadership and there make me growing to leadership and then how to love my sisters in different area, different background, how to love my sisters. Well, what you were saying about openness, something I've noticed about a lot of different people Marianist brothers, Marianist sisters, or other religious that I've known um, who have been spent a significant amount of time in another place, in another culture. I think that is a word that I would describe for them is an openness and a sense of um, maybe flexibility, adaptability. I mean, that was a sense that I had about you coming to the United States. There was something about you I could tell that oh, she's, she's a missionary because of just the way that you were able to come into our community and just like, no problem, we'll go to St. Louis. Okay, great. You know, like an openness to different experiences and to different people. I think I can see how being in a place for a long time can kind of create that in you in a place that's not your own culture and 
your own language and that kind of thing. So that makes sense to me. Is there anything else that you'd like to say? Um, one, one brother was saying to me, once missionary, you will be forever missionary. That your home will be not in earth. Your home will be on heaven. Sometimes when I was in, I was in India, sometimes loneliness is coming. And when I go to Korea, there also, oh, <laughs> loneliness was coming. So, oh, where I stand? The brother was, brother was correct. He said to me, ah, your home will be not in earth, will be in heaven. So we go to heaven, continue, walk to the heaven, walk for the kingdom of heaven in earth, and finally can go to heaven, my home. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sharing Our Marianist Stories. We hope that you enjoyed Sister Columba sharing a little bit about her Marianist story and her life in India. Stay tuned next month for another episode, and we hope that all of you are doing well and safe and happy. We invite you to check out our website at www.nacms.org. Thank you.